0: open up your ears and open up your mind they're reaching to your throat and pull out your spine and when the sun blows up and the earth is gone there's still experience grind with kyle and sean
1: are you good at like ddr or guitar hero kyle i know it's i mean it's a little bit different than just keeping a beat
0: but so like It's on, like, Guitar Hero and stuff, and this is not bragging, but, like, if I play drums, I have to play them on Expert, or else it's, like, it's so, like, they take so much out that it throws me off. Yeah. So, like, I I end up fucking the song up way worse. So, you just have to play on it. Because, like, they won't have all the hi-hat beats on, like, the easier difficulties when, like, I know they're there. I can play the song in real life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, like, it'll just take points away, and you just can't do it, so...
2: I love how th- how the drums in Guitar Hero and like Rock Band, you know the games that were made with the guitar in mind, they are the only instrument. like the drums are the only instrument that will fuck somebody up because like who's playing the drums in one of those games? Somebody maybe who has an inclination to playing drums or a the don't person know, who can't play guitar, piss off their
0: friend. Hey, Ryan's actually pretty good on the drums. I think he plays on hard or expert on all of them. But I don't think he can play drums in real life. But they're so similar that it, it's the closest one. Because like, if you're good at Guitar Hero guitar, you're not yeah. good at guitar. It doesn't in real translate life, at all. No, but like but the Guitar Hero drums is pretty
2: one to one. I want to see somebody put a drum set in front of Ryan, okay? And what I want them to do is to spray paint each drum (laughs) a different (laughs) color. (laughs) And I want to see how well it translates. If Ryan has Guitar Hero on mute on a TV in front of him, and it's just scrolling down, and he's just hitting the drums that he's supposed
1: to hit. What you're basically doing is just like Enders gaming Ryan into playing drums, (laughs) like the real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Like a giant curtain opens up and it turns out he's been on stage the whole time with The Who. i are like, I'll fucking dig them up.
2: I saw a video earlier. It was for a podcast called Retrograde. They have like these little TikToks. It's a video game podcast and they have these little TikToks and I like doom scrolled some Twitter earlier and I was looking through their TikToks because they're only like 30 seconds long. And one of them is where they were talking about what if you took Guitar Hero and made it into a shooter, like a first person shooter and they dove into it a little bit, right? And they're like, okay, it sounds ridiculous, but imagine a house of the dead kind of scenario where instead of like typing of the dead, where you've got all these words, you got to type like it'll pop up and then you've got to bang out a quick riff on the guitar to kill them. And if you get like a dope, like 20 hit perfect,
1: like, bah, 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 just annihilates everything. That would be sick. This sounds like if
0: Tenacious D ever put out a game, that's exactly what they could do. <laughs> that <laughs> would guys, be so dope. Have either of you ever played typing of the dead? Yeah, I have it. Nope. Oh man. I have the I have it for Dreamcast and on Steam. I fucking love that game.
2: It's it like it brings you back to typing class, but like not. Um, I don't know. I'm not one that found found typing class to be fun, so it brought me back to third grade and how frustrating it I got. You know, I got I got in trouble. I'm in a fast typer, class. but in typing that. class, why? Because all right. So like when did you play every- Math Munchers instead?
0: No, like, when a they'd have, like, we had them on these super old fucking word processors from, like, the 60s. Of course. <laughs> they, uh, I think we all did. They, uh, like, whenever they'd start up, they would have, like, a random letter, but they would spell the letter with, like, a bunch of little versions of the letter, you know? Like, they'd type F a lot <laughs> into the shape of an F. Yeah. And, like, I killed the typing exercise one day, and, like, I'd already done it, so I was just bored, so I was doing that with one of them. And the teacher came up and got pissed at me like I was fucking around, which, yeah, I was, but, like, I'd also typed all the fucking lessons already. And he, like, called me out and made fun of me in front of the class and said, here's what pissed me off. He said I was typing crosses. I was writing the letter F, but he caught me halfway through. And I was upset that he told the class I was drawing crosses, because I would not do that bullshit. (laughs) That is character assassination. It was.
2: I would never do that. How dare he? This is... This is honestly, if we were to try to figure out the root of all of Kyle's issues, it probably stems right back to this one class. Some
0: of it. Not that I'm saying that you have issues, but, you know. He he was the stereotypical, like, jerk teacher you would imagine. He was pale-skinned. He had a mustache. He had a seriously terrible comb-over. And he wore thick Coke bottle glasses. Like, all the things to a T of... A terrible human being. A nerd, if you will. (laughs) Did you ever notice? So
2: maybe it's just me because I have a lot of teachers that come through my work like all the time. Teachers are a completely different breed right now. And I was, again, scrolling through Twitter the other day and I came across. Have you guys seen the meme where it's female PE teachers now versus female (laughs) PE teachers from back in my day? And one of them's just like. I didn't have a female PE teacher, but it makes me laugh because one of them is uh, just a smoking hot like teacher, and the one underneath it is the ultimate warrior without face paint. That's pretty <laughs> much it. That's pretty. <laughs> I'm accurate. like, man, that is so fitting.
0: I remember my my uh, elementary school gym teacher was a lady, and she was very fit, and she also had like it was the '90s, so she had like the permy, super tight curled hair that was bleach blonde. And like, just imagine an 80s video girl. Bring it back. What she looked like. You you know, if they're bringing back
2: mom jeans and like the the 90s fit jeans, bring back the hair. Like, bring it back. Like, I didn't get a chance to get any loving in in the 90s, you know?
1: It was a better time in the 90s. It was a better time. Like our generation right now that, again, doom scrolls for fun. Yeah. Like that would be a certain level of like, comfort nostalgia that we need. Yes. Yes.
2: I found out relatively recently that the whale tail is back yes. for some reason. Yes. Okay. We are of two completely different minds. That All does- <laughs> right. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. yeah, man. I'm sitting here like, man, that does not need to be a thing. Bring back like the 90s here
0: and you like, vast Fuck ye it 80s. Ass. Yar. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Let's go.
1: Dave, where do you weigh on in on this discussion? <laughs> I think I'm leaning more towards what Rashawn is and Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, That's just funny. uh Sorry there, Kyle. Hey. <laughs> I don't want to yuck your yub. No. But you, you can just the yuck. It's, it's all right. It's uh you know, here's the thing, I fully admit there is a, a slight element of trash to it, which uh is not a is not a thing for everybody, but <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure, boys. <laughs> Jesus!
1: Oh, you're slightly I... damaged. Hot. <laughs>
0: Quick question: oh How's God. your
1: relationship with your dad?
0: Not existent. <laughs>
1: oh God! All right,
0: instant erection. All oh man, that's um, a a nose dive. <laughs> no, I was gonna like do you, when you guys were in elementary school, Jim. Did you do the thing with the uh, the slidey boards or the the little? trolley things that they used to move furniture.
2: Um sometimes it very rarely, I think kids uh ran their fingers over just enough times that they're like, mm. "You know what? We let you guys do dangerous stuff like enough. I'm we're done with you breaking your fingers. We're done with you breaking
0: so, your fingers."
2: So we we rarely got to do anything like that. Um, actually my question for you guys, if we're talking about older school days, did you guys ever have like the presidential events or whatever?
1: <laughs> do you get, like, do you remember that? When you say presidential events, like the first thing that went through my head was like the presidential fitness test and stuff yes, like that. That's what I'm that, talking about. they are like, Hey, touch your toes. This'll be helpful in your life in the future.
2: And doing the shuttle run and like having Shuttle to do... run.
1: I, I could get behind. That was my it was shit, the toes man. one. I could not, because they had, like, the board, and, like, they measure, oh, like,
0: how like at a certain push.
1: distance you had to reach down to, and, yeah. like, you felt like a piece of shit if you couldn't do it. But then you also felt, like, really cool if you were, like, so far from doing it. You're like, yeah, oh. fuck that. I don't need to do that.
0: <laughs> Whew, sorry, <laughs> well, that was a, uh, you know, how like, when you're just sitting and you see movement out of the corner of your eye, there was a massive fucking spider. <laughs> oh. Did you mark it? Was that spider uh, on the other side of your room going to kill you? It was coming down. It wasn't on the other side of my room. It was, like, coming down, like, right here in front of the monitor. Um, mm. And it Did you at least mute out.
2: yourself before you uh, Kung Fu fought a spider?
0: I didn't Kung Fu. fu- <laughs> so I had this cool device that's, like, uh, you press a trigger, and it's, like, these little plastic fibers that open up, and you can grab a thing with them, and then they, like, close in, but they don't kill it. So I just took him outside and let him go. Well, here's the
2: thing. Um, Woo. for me, if I were to have one of those things, I would have to buy in bulk because if I'm getting something that brings something into a tube, that tube is now in the trash can.
0: <laughs> it's not like a tube though. Like it's like a little grabber thing. And like, like, it's like all these little, like, uh, almost like fiber optic fibers. You know what I'm saying? Like the little bristles and, yeah. you, and it yeah. opens up and then you like capture the spider in it and they can't move cause they're trapped. And then you open it again and they go away. Outside. And it's not like a really My, long pole. You're like,
2: <laughs> My problem with this is that must have been a <clears throat> massive spider. Because, like, I'm so used to these smaller spiders that if I, like, fiber optic it, it would just, like, pff, oh. fuck this and climb up into it and escape. That tells me that you have big enough spiders well. that you're, like, you're spider webbing a spider, which is kind <laughs> of fucked up.
1: Well, is, did you ever see that, like, science-wise, the, oh. they they actually could do that. Where they can put a needle into the back of a dead spider, and they can force its muscles to uh, open and close to, like, grab things. I'm not kidding about that. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, Yeah. because, like, a spider. Go ahead. Yeah, They also
2: turned one into, like, they can make them, like, fly. Yeah. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. Also, there's some spiders that will just release their silk into the wind and fly for miles at a time. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, listeners, if you didn't know about that, you're welcome. There's flying spiders. There's nightmare (laughs) fuel for you. Yeah. Good night sleeping. (laughs) Good time. uh, Good luck sleeping tonight.
0: No, like spider legs are basically just like uh, hydraulic systems. Like they operate on pressure. And that's why when they die, they curl up because all the pressure is gone. Fun little fact. Mm. That's not fun. It's a fact. They're little little robots.
1: Robots, if you will. I hope (laughs) when I die, I curl up like that. Like, I want to be in that hospital bed. And everyone's sitting around my loved ones. And they're just going to be, like, waiting for for daddy to pass. And it's like, Mm. I want it to happen. I want to shit myself, piss myself, and then just curl up. Mm. And then they're going to know. So it's
2: like... Did he shit himself and then try to make every part of his body go as far away from the shit in his pants as possible? Maybe. That's what it looks like he did.
1: Or if they're just being a little too emotional because I'm dying, <laughs> I'll just shit myself anyway and then just move my legs up with whatever energy I have left. And after I leave, I'll be like, oh, thank God. God, I can, I can die, die in peace. peace.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That's ridiculous. That's not no, how you want to uh, go? No? What's that? I said his name a couple of times, uh, and I did that on purpose because we don't do a very good job at introducing guests like ever. And we Hi. just hope by this point that you guys recognize voices and you're like, fuck, Dave's back. We also, awesome. Yeah, we or you you're just, like, fuck, Dave's back.
0: We hope you see this part of our <laughs> charm as inattentive and ineffective hosts. That was my goal all along, to do it so terribly that people fall in love with the charm of the terribleness. And they're like, oh, those guys. That's the gag now, though, is that you
1: don't introduce the guest and then you introduce the guest 10 minutes later mm -hmm. by not introducing the guest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So the way I look at it is the podcast that I like to do,
2: our listeners are just people that are hanging out with us, but we don't let them talk. Yeah. Good. They good sitting there listening to their friends talk (laughs) and so like if we make it weird and be like hey guys this is dave then it's just it's weird so Mm -hmm. listen you're like one of the friends that can talk so i talk good yeah you talk good talk good i talk good you talk good yeah so you have the privileges they don't they don't they just they hear
0: your voice and they should fucking know you you do have a unique voice cadence and Timber, it's yelly i must admit it's it's yeah. yelly it's loud it, there's a difference <laughs> which commanding, is funny because you guys commanding. know me enough that i'm not that loud in person like <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah you're very laid back just, yeah you make sly remarks which i appreciate i like hanging with you at the back of a room because we're just well, I like, like to, i like to shit on people i shit on the
1: ones oh, yeah. i love i do too man that's what i or do. or to make them leave the room while i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> so you don't actually shit on them? Not literal. I mean, I could if you guys need that. I like mm-hmm. to think I'm a good enough friend that if you say, bro, what's missing from our bromance is you shitting on me. I'd be like, well, all right. Hook me up with some X-Lax because I'm fucking <laughs> drowning you out, man. I got I mean, I mean, IBS, baby. That's nature's X-Lax. I
2: yo, do you guys that. ever watch uh, Moody, movie 43? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man, yeah. that movie's so bad. But I will yeah. never forget the ball—the balls on the chin, yeah—thing in that movie, and also like the period one is so good. I don't remember
0: that one, With but the oh, one it. where, Barrette's Barrette's it's, yep, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's so good, it is pretty good. I mean, it's it's, it's terrible is... and stupid, but that's like the
2: whole movie. Yeah, yeah. no, terrible. It's the absolute trash. And the other one, obviously, is the one where she's like, this is my first time. And they're just, like, loading up with x Lacs and they just,
0: just start shitting on each other. It's wild times. I enjoyed yeah. uh, Terrence Howard's motivational speech. That one's pretty funny, too. That one I don't remember. Where he's giving the speech to the basketball team. He's like, they're white. You're black. <laughs> <Get out laughs> I do remember.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like, like a Coach Carter
1: type thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's good. I, I like have this feeling inside that I should rewatch that movie, but also know oh, that no. I, I really just don't no. need to ever again. And I saw it like 12
1: years ago. Well, let me give you a little bit of out. a setup then here, Shawnee boy. Uh, on our show, Beer Me a Movie, next week is Brian's pick. The following is yeah. an audience pick. What if the week after that you joined and it was a Sean pick? I already So I tweeted at you guys earlier. I don't know if anybody saw it. That's a Brian thing. Oh,
2: that is absolutely hilarious! Because i I did tweet at you guys earlier. What'd you say? I said so. Mitch had sent me like a very small clip of something, and I knew what it was immediately. He was watching Happy Gilmore, and I'm like, I love that movie, and I want to watch Happy Gilmore again. And the very first thing I did after he texted me was got on Twitter and went at Beer Me a Movie Pod. So how's this work? Can I just like (laughs) say that we all watch Happy Gilmore and we can all watch it again? Or So I didn't know how it worked. So I got in there. And also, I think
1: Brian hated it and just didn't respond. (laughs) Because he's usually pretty good about that. Sean, if you want to talk Happy Gilmore, this is your formal invite to talk about Happy Gilmore with us. There's nothing I would enjoy more than talking Happy Gilmore with you guys.
2: Fantastic. Like, honest to God... Yeah, no, he still didn't even, didn't even like it. What a dick!
0: Yeah, I don't want to do movie forty three. If that's where that was, going. <laughs> that's where I was hoping it was going. I don't blame you. Way to way to dodge that like Neo in the Matrix, Sean.
2: Yo, I am so glad that I had I had that comeback because I one thousand percent two hours ago sent that tweet. <clears throat> movie forty three is one hundred percent on my list. Is it? Yeah. I mean, if you if it comes up on your list and you want another person on, it's just not gonna be my pick.
1: I volunteer as tribute.
0: <laughs> I volunteer <laughs> as tribute to come on. I volunteer Sean as tribute for that.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing I'm not doing, my I'm not doing on that. the thing
0: like Sean's the, 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 my scout, the boy scout salute. Sean's my little sister on the stage, and I'm like, Yeah, take him. You just put up the three <laughs> fingers, bro. He, he's yours. No, well, I didn't. I was, that that wasn't going to be a good joke. Listen, Do you, you could watch Spawn again, and I would come on for that. You know? No, never. Watch, I would never watch Spawn again, ever.
1: Man. Never, ever.
0: The never, soundtrack ever. to Spawn is so much better than the movie, and the soundtrack is like mid. Man, Leguizamo, though, for the win. FDW. Oh, I, I will defend
1: Leguizamo. He's a friend of the show. hmm and didn't he like like and share that post? Every time we mention him, he likes. And share, or, <laughs> I think he only likes. I don't think he's ever shared anything, but every single time. So you know he has like an alert set, and like once a month he gets like John Leguizamo or like someone's talking about legumes, and he's like, yeah, that's close enough. It's usually he probably just double taps his screen
0: or an assistant. Yeah, it would be hilarious <laughs> he doesn't if he does have an du- assistant. You don't think so?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe nineties Leguizamo did, and then they're like, You booked me on Super Mario. What? Fuck this. You're fired. <laughs> Never again. I don't, I don't know. Have you Leguizamo's seen the menu? has got money? What's his net worth? He's
0: got more than Kevin Sawyer. Oh, he's gotta be
1: doing all right. He just I mean, the last thing I saw him in, and I didn't even see him, was in Kanto. And he was fantastic and
0: in- he was in fucking the happening. That's like Two. ten
1: years ago. Yeah. Maybe even long
0: that's much longer Leguizamo ago than Leguizamo was just in the menu. Well, of course, yeah, but that's gonna be ah. that's gonna be his career renaissance right there. He's got 25 wanna, mil. 25 mil in the bank, dogs. That's he's got an assistant. He apparently does great one man shows whenever he does them.
1: I want to believe that he saw the Instagram post up about
2: spawn, and that's the only time that he's ever like been like, uh, do I do I like
1: that or <laughs> do I just let this one go? He probably like saw that post up and he's like, all right. Johnny's got to start trying again. I got to make up for this. <laughs> That's how he got ca- cast in the menu. That's it.
2: <laughs> you know, he, he liked the right one. Somebody felt real bad that this pod was like going out of their way to give him some uh, some visibility again. This is,
1: if you Free guys like alone. John Leguizamo on the menu, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. It's all because of it. Fan- he was delightful. It's six degrees of John Leguizamo. That's right. That's how he says his name. hmm Like Luis Guzimani. <laughs> Is that oh, how boy. he actually says his name? No. no I'm well. just terrible oh. at names, and that's kind of my thing. Like Dennis Villeneuve. You know, Villanueva. you've been relatively
2: good for like a year. I feel like I've, I've been I? a good... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I just don't recognize your flaws because I'm a good friend. I get them when they're said out loud,
0: like <laughs> Hercule Piro and uh, Daniel Craig. <laughs> Man, I can't even say that. I can't get so, straight I, I
1: Here's the thing about what Shaw just said, is not recognizing someone's flaws does not make you a good friend. Recognizing them and shutting your mouth makes you a great friend. <laughs> eh, nah. <laughs> eh, tomato, tomato. Same thing, right? Fair. <laughs> That's very fair.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I couldn't ignore? Okay, what is the one thing that a friend could do that you couldn't just ignore? For me... Sleeping with my wife, done. Oh. And not inviting me to watch.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) You brought me back with them. I'm like, like, really? Um, The first part, for sure. The second part, if they invited me, at least would be less angry. I'd be like, that's a little considerate, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Guess uh, (laughs) Kink Unlocked. Didn't realize I had
2: this.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I do yet. That's the problem. But you have to really go down a dark hole to find out if you have that. How do you
0: find out you're into being cucked? Like, you got to get cucked. You can't just be like, I think I'm into that. Yeah. Like, you got to try it. Like, it has to start out in, like, the swinger circle, which apparently, I guess, is like a way bigger thing than I imagined. It's huge. Apparently, it's gigantic in the
2: Berkshires, and I just found out. Like, polygamy around here is insane. Yeah.
0: People be
1: banging. Do it. Do it. It's an experience. One that you've never had in your life.
0: You only have one life. Apparently, like, old folks' homes are notorious for uh, (laughs) STDs because people, when they're at the end of their life, just be banging at raw dog. Because what do you got to lose? That's true. That's true true fact. Look that up. I swear to you. Old folks' Mm. homes have uh, high STD transmission rates.
2: Could you imagine getting herpes at like 80 after dodging
0: it for like I mean what a better time to get it, really? Like, is it is that a check on your bingo card? No, but like you gotta you're not gonna deal with it very long. Huh. I mean if you oh. get crabs, it could feel like you
1: have a pet again. They might like that. Crabs is like the easiest one to get rid of.
0: Cool. An old person's not going to actively try to get rid of crabs. Well, they But I lonely. feel like if you're in an old person's home, you've got people that, like, sh- would shave your balls for you. They'd be like, oh. Crab oh, prevention squad. Mr. Johnson, you got in. the crabs again? Did you pick them up Mr. From Johnson, and... I hear
1: you've been fucking again. I hear you've your balls." Meredith.
0: And you know she's got the crabs. Let me look at your, doll- your balls again, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, like... My entire life, I just feel like Steve Martin has always been old.
2: <laughs> I had to double take in, in wow. the jerk. Spoilers, obviously, you already know we're talking about the jerk. Uh, to I had to like pause or go back and check what year this came out because yeah. spoilers. This movie came out in nineteen seventy nine. I don't know why I said spoilers. That's not even a fucking spoiler. <laughs> but this movie was. came out. I know right it's in 1979 uh-huh. and the dude is supposed to be playing somebody like what in their late teens mid to late 20s I don't know there's no reference here outside of like he's like one of the oldest kids they have but he
0: looks somewhere between <sighs> 20 and 50 he's always had white hair right like essentially yeah, he, he went he went gray early yeah is it a genetic and the problem thing? with
1: telling his age, especially in this movie, is that black don't crack. <laughs> yeah, he's got smooth skin. You mean I'm going to look like this forever? <laughs> I'm going
2: to stay this oh. color. <laughs> that made me crack.
0: <laughs> There's a when lot. He right. said All that. Right. Uh, so I guess starting block, obviously, I feel. Uh, have you ever seen this movie before, boys? lots lots
2: Shawnee. i've seen the first 20 minutes of this movie twice <laughs> and that's it and uh, i definitely absolutely probably just wasn't in the right headspace the first time or two that i watched this because i absolutely turned it off and i'm like this movie's dumb as fuck
0: well it is yes you and are right i watched it again <laughs> yeah uh i've seen this movie countless times but here's the thing I've seen the TV version countless times. I think I've maybe seen this version once before. So, uh, I was quite blown away because really my favorite scene in this movie is not in this movie. Wait, excuse me? Yeah, which? Please dive in. So my favorite scene in this movie is actually only in the made-for-TV version because they cut uh, so many other things out that they had to put things in. So they put in this deleted scene, uh... Where this guy is, uh, asking Naven for money because, uh, the seats on his plane, the leather seats on his plane have cracked and he's embarrassed to fly his friends on it. And last week he had to put towels on his seats and Naven starts bawling. He's like, you had to put towels on the seats? Oh! (laughs) And he cuts him a check right there so he can fly his friends to, uh, the Super Bowl. Because it's just oh, some rich man. asshole with his own. Pl- it's yeah. great, dude. But yeah, not in this movie. I kept waiting for it to show up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I've never seen concept. that scene before. I'll send it to both you guys because it is quite funny, and it's uh it's another famous actor that uh his whole scene was just this, and it was cut. I can't remember. Well, who Bill Murray else. was in this movie. Bill Murray, as uh, well. originally, and he got cut. He also got cut. Yes. I don't
2: okay so do you know anything about the scene that like Bill Murray was in? Yeah.
1: He was playing what? a very 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 flamboyant decorator. In the it, mansion. at the towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh okay.
2: That checks out cuz I couldn't figure out where exactly into this movie that he would fit in. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, where do you, where do you boys want to start with this, with this one?
0: I mean, it's so hard with comedy movies because we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we like. It's, I mean, I guess do we want to get into the argument of like, oh, could this movie be made nowadays? I do think it could. Uh, oh, without a doubt, I think yeah. it could. Yeah. There was next to nothing in
2: this movie that I thought to be problematic at all. Everything is played so tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And it's like even even the beginning where he's like, I really enjoyed the whole, it starts with him a bum on the streets with a bottle of hooch, (laughs) and he gives you like the little rundown. He's like, well, I guess I'll tell you the story. Uh, like I really love that, and is then that it Steve cuts Martin? back. Is he
0: here? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> How right? sounded, How'd you get him? You sounded a lot more like Emo Phillips, if you <laughs> know who that is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, from uh,
0: UHF. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um,
2: that was my introduction to him, and you went on about him for a little bit, which was awesome. But uh, I really enjoyed that, and like the it all starts with me as a poor black boy, and. <laughs> Like Lord Farquhar is gonna be looking
1: for you if you keep talking like that.
2: (laughs) And even I think that's like the only thing that maybe anyone would have a problem with, but like I don't know why anybody would have a problem with any of this opening scene.
0: He does also refer to himself as a hard R inward at the midpoint in the movie when he beats up all the mob guys (laughs) that's very good though towards the end it it is awesome though and it in the context it works and makes sense and again okay it was
2: also it was also a time you know it's a product okay so you can say that it's a product of its time right all you want but with the context of what's happening in that scene there's no way that they would even have that scene in a movie being made right now anyways I mean, I guess you could, but
1: not in the context in which that happened. I think it could be made in the context that it happens because at that point it's just pure comedy. It's not trying to make any sort of stand against anything. It, well, and at well, at the end of it, it is. A- that, I think it becomes a tricky part. It does. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the scene where they're trying
2: to basically gentrify the neighborhood yeah. and yeah. get all? Okay, so I guess that could still that's still happening all over the place now, but like, not with such terms. (laughs) More things. I don't know why I just laughed. I'm
0: uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, he's born. Navin Johnson is born uh, a poor black child in Mississippi, but uh, his mom later tells him that, of course, he wasn't born a poor black child. He was left on their doorstep, but uh, Navin just. Doesn't understand this. I don't. I here's the one thing I don't really ever understand about this movie. It's called the jerk, but Naven is really just a fucking idiot. (laughs) Hmm.
2: So I on the IMDb page for this, somebody in the storyline. This is Tom Zorner. This these are Tom Zorner's words. Tom Zorner at Informatic. Whatever. I'm done. He's from Denmark. (laughs) <laughs> the first thing it says is, Naven is an idiot. He grew up in Mississippi as the adopted son of a black family, but on his 18th, he's 18. Steve Martin <laughs> in this movie is 18, which is the greatest lie uh, that this movie's told. That's amazing. Insane. Like, he is salt and pepper with like nine of those tents being salt. <laughs>
1: but didn't Dewey uh, Cox marry like a 15 year old, Kristen Wigg? insane uh, and
2: sets out to explore the world blah, blah blah I don't think he's an idiot he just grew up literally with just his family with no with no frame of reference for the rest of the world in the middle of nowhere he is, he's all he's gullible
0: I don't, he's naive Yeah. fuck I guess he sort of becomes a jerk when he gets all the money Yes.
1: I think he gets uh, becomes a jerk when he gets the the girl, Patty, to start because the girl comes He's got a special purpose. He uses a special purpose lots and lots. Writes a letter home about using a special purpose to his family. It's fantastic. That is my favorite scene in the entire movie. We will Because you there. have the, the his brother who's just like smiling, just like, oh, Patty's gonna have a. It. is going to have more money for me because she said she's going to give me a blowjob. And he's
2: just like, <laughs> <laughs> <lose>
1: dude, it. <laughs> dude,
2: as grandma's reading that and it keeps cutting to everybody's faces, trying oh, so hard to laugh. But Best scene in the movie. The
1: whole thing about Nave and R. Johnson <clears throat> is that he keeps escalating. The world keeps opening up more and more for him. So his first job that he gets is at a gas station. He makes a dollar ten an hour. He gets completely abused by it. But he's such a nice guy that he has such a good integrity that uh, Harry takes care of him and puts him up in the, the back room. Fine.
0: That is right. He ends up
1: having to leave because he's getting <laughs> shot at from a random man, which is fantastic still. And when he goes to work at the carnival, he meets a girl. She pretty much owns him yeah. until a nicer girl comes around who he actually likes at this point. So he has to kind of lie his way out of the situation. because That's the only way he knows how to handle it. He's in a prison bitch relationship. <laughs> 100%. Like,
2: straight up, he's prison bitched to the biker chick that bikers through a flaming ring. I, I love... The progress of his knowledge, like you just said, the very first interaction he has with anybody other than his family that we see is him trying to hitchhike for 12 hours before (laughs) a truck shows up and stops, for some reason stops, and goes, oh, you're hitchhiking, where are you going? St. Louis, where are you going? To the end of this fence. Sweet, I'm hopping in. Like, Thanks for the company. the, The dumbest interaction ever to everything that he's doing, like- he gets offered the job as president of whatever. And the dude is so. No, abusive, he but also, doesn't. No, he's.
1: He yeah, gets that's swindled. What he says. Yeah.
2: And then he. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you've been working for me for five minutes and he always, already wants to. Be-
0: <laughs> so good. That's just so good. Fucking amazing. That's just great character work by. Uh, what's his face? A- Jackie Mason. Yeah. Jackie Mason. God. Damn uh, it. Just fucking and- just being Jackie Mason. It's amazing. And he is like such he's definitely taken
2: advantage of the situation, but absolutely takes uh, nascent uh, whatever his name is, Naven, under his wing, which is just fantastic. It's true,
1: but Naven also thinks that he knows more than everybody else, and he shows that when the Gangsters sort of show up at the gas station. What <laughs> he did And he I, I love like his walk behind the yes! car. It's so good. He's just <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> It's like Steve Martin's finest acting uh, ever. That's so good. like Because the scene before that, he's doing the panicky. Ah, yep. yeah, ah, I've gotta call the police. He's uh like Chevy Chase-esque in his character acting work is just his physical comedy, Steve Martin is Top notch, man. And that all right from that
2: scene escalates so highly when Emmett Walsh's character shows up and like just as this (laughs) deranged dude who opens up a phone book and points and is like, this is the guy I'm killing. You random
1: ass son of a bitch. White face.
2: And, oh, <laughs> dude, his rambling, his nonsensical rambling in the car as he's trying to scope in. Die, fascist! <laughs>
0: oh. Here's the, that so good. that scene is one of two scenes that I quote frequently from this movie that almost nobody ever gets. And it's like, anytime I have like a, a can I know of your soda or whatever, you know, it's just, he hates the can. As I like throw away the can, I just always think <laughs> it or say it or... Stay Your second from scene is absolutely at the end of this movie. Maybe.
1: All I need
0: <laughs> this is exactly it. Yes. <laughs> God damn. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time. And I'll say it constantly. Nobody ever gets it.
1: Does Steve Martin have his pants around his ankles he, during that entire scene? He does. <laughs> I, mean, he has- I never, I never like, I noticed
0: those like those are actually his pants around his ankle. He stands up and he's when he's yelling he, he you see he has his underwear and you're just like yeah that's ridiculous. He's hanging out in his underwear in this full suit top and then he stands up and walks away and he's got the fucking pants little around. waddle. Carl uh, <laughs> Reiner. Also here's the thing I noticed this time I laughed. Was Carl Reiner ever famous enough that he could call his own press conference? Absolutely. You think so? Back in like Absolutely. 1979? Yeah back in No,
1: back in the 60s, Carl Reiner was a huge deal because uh, he was on Sid Caesar's Show of Shows. Uh, He got brought in as kind of like an actor-writer. And Show of Shows is like the murderer's row of writer's rooms back in the day. And then uh, he even helped Mel Brooks skyrocket to fame when they started putting out their 2,000-year-old man uh, sketches and albums and whatnot. Uh, Carl Reiner was a big deal.
0: I did enjoy definitely a big deal. I enjoyed him uh, as the one bringing this suit against Naven uh, I I always liked that too. It, it like I remember seeing this movie as a kid. I was like, "Hey, wow, that's a great idea the the thing to hold your glasses up." And then I love <laughs> that like within the movie's own universe, like you figure out why it's such a terrible idea, and it makes sense. Like, oh yeah, you would stare at that and go cross eyed. It makes. I mean, I don't think you would ever permanently go cross eyed. Maybe you would. I love that it ruined Carl Reiner's ability to take uh to <laughs> Call Cut
1: at the right time. Those actors would still be alive today. <laughs> he
0: fucking he careens off the cliff, and then you just hear overdubbed cut. Carl Reiner go, <laughs> cut! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh it's quite quite high art, I must admit. It is, especially when they're in uh when they're doing the sex
1: on the Ferris wheel, oh. and she says, look at my ass, and he goes, oh, you tattooed my name there under the J's.
0: I wanted that in More 1979. More people to see my
2: name there than
0: in the, in the, the uh, phone book. book. I also did like, I appreciated that he thought he was somebody in the phone book. Did you guys ever prank call via the Yellow Pages? The White and Pages? I, yellow I lived, pages yeah. Business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, call, I prank called from the phone book. I remember at the very front, there was a poor bastard with the name A... Batman. That motherfucker got called so many times in my hometown, (laughs) man. All the time. When I worked
1: at Hollywood Video back in the day, we used to prank call other Hollywood videos, (laughs) which was great. And this was like the perfect movie had come out for prank phone calls. So we would just call with different random accents asking for Black Snake Moan and trying to ask them, like, what's it about? Would I like it? And just lean into this. This is all people like we knew and they got so furious with <laughs> random people asking for black snake moan all the time
0: that's like the people that there was an internet meme where people would call uh their gamestop and ask if they had battle toads it started on like 4chan and then like everybody was calling their gamestop and asking and like the people working there were getting so pissed <laughs> hey, uh, like d- a recent thing like it would happen within like the last 10 years. So, like, well enough beyond when battletoads for the NES, nobody fucking has that, especially at a GameStop. So they just <laughs> Hey yeah, it's just I'm gonna one. go turn mine in right now. You should you should just put it on you You should just go I'm sell gonna it go and
2: GameStop. get a single Twizzler.
0: <laughs> Why a single Twizzler? Toad. For your battle Oh, I that's see That's all they're gonna give me. I see. Yeah, you're right. I was gonna yeah. and I didn't know in 1979, is a $1. dollar ten an hour? Is that a low amount? I feel that's I like, didn't even
1: bother looking it up.
0: I, I took it as a low amount, but really, I didn't look. I thought it was I like I figured that it was like
2: minimum wage or maybe a little bit lower. Cause this dude knew that he was gonna be able to get him to do whatever because he's kind of a dumbass. Like he portrays himself as a dumbass, but also he like is underpaying him, but then he treats him really well and like looks over him.
1: Minimum wage know? in nineteen seventy nine was $2.90.
0: Okay. <laughs> so he's underpaying him by a fair amount, but. Like he was making less than half of what he should have. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a third of what he should have been. But he didn't have to pay for room and board. That's right. I like that he was going to yeah. put his books up above the urinal so that he didn't bother the customers <laughs> while they're peeing.
1: <be. laughs> I want to put a six-inch level here
0: so it gives the impression of two rooms. Mm-hmm. But it keeps the flow. He's, he's, <laughs> he's already got a great taste for interior design. He puts his own disco in later. He does? He does. I, for uh, I really wanted it to cut back
2: to the family when he was talking about, like, r- going on and on about all these things. And he's like, look, I always wanted. Look, I always wanted. I really so badly wanted it to cut back to the family and then just be like, what is he talking about?
1: <laughs> They wouldn't. They would lean in so hard for it, too. But it's so perfectly going like, ridiculous room with very specific things Too ridiculous room, very specific, like, my red I always wanted room a red a billiard camel. room with a stuffed camel.
0: <laughs> my three pools with S-shaped hedges. You know, like I always talked about. Oh, Nathan.
2: Mm. Uh, oh, fuck fucking- yeah, I just thought of my rating system. Okay. I
0: love it when that happens. I loved his, uh, <laughs> he wanted a tuna fish sandwich with mayo, Twinkies. Son of a bitch. Get out of my fucking head. And a can of Tab? Dude, swear to God, <laughs> I was just
2: thinking about how it was the whitest meal ever. Yes. And I was going to ask how many Twinkies you would give this movie. I
0: like I'm it. I'm so mad. You literally were just in my head. Sorry. You could still go with that. I, I, Have you guys ever had Tab? No, uh-huh. I don't think so. My mom used yeah. to like tab. I'm like, it was always that thing. You'd be in the car and it's hot because, of course, she's not going to run the air conditioning. <clears throat> and you're like, oh, I'm thirsty. I guess, mom, can I have a tab? Drinking your tab. And then you always regret it. It's the worst diet drink ever. Isn't it the same company as like Mr. Pib and like Dr. Thunder? I don't or think so. It's, <clears throat> it's owned by Coke yeah. now, I think.
2: They brought well, it of back. Of course it is. My mom's owned by Coke. <laughs> Or my mom owns Coke. <laughs> it's one of the two. Whichever one's more negative, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one makes her look bad, but won't get her arrested. Do you remember? <clears throat>
0: the first time? <clears throat> When, like, <laughs> these two guys stole the Coke secret formula and were trying to sell it to Pepsi, and Pepsi turned them in to the FBI? <laughs> that's uh, good games. See, right there. That's integrity. That's a real thing that happened, though. It's pretty badass. I mean, they must integrity. have peaked a little bit. Just a tiny little (laughs) piece. Just a tiny 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 little piece. They're like, Yeah, we'll take it. They took it and they wrote down everything, and then they're like, hey FBI, these guys sold us this shit.
2: (laughs) Paprika. What would be really funny? Is that was actually Pepsi Crystal was the the Coca-Cola recipe. And everybody's like, This isn't Pepsi and flipped out
0: and they just stopped making Coke. They they sold yeah, they tricked them. It was Do you have a preference between the two? I'm a Coke guy myself. Here's the thing: Coca-Cola. like, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Given that, if I'm at a McDonald's, especially like, I'll definitely get Coca-Cola because like they they have this it's, crazy they have a thing. Good contract with them. They, they do. Like, they'll have like Coca-Cola people go and set up the machine specifically to get like the ideal Coca-Cola taste, and like, that's the best you're gonna get, man. But other than it's that, it's like jacked up. Yeah. the The flavor level. It's, okay. It's crazy good.
2: Okay, Uh, completely not even related. But between throwing away Coca-Cola and Pepsi, what is your soda choice if you're going somewhere? I'm getting Dr. Pepper like every time.
0: I'm I'm not opposed to root beer. I usually probably go to the clear side, though. I'll get like a Sprite or... A uh, Sierra Mist, if you will. Although I don't think they make that anymore.
2: That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. They they discontinued Sierra Mist to make the exact same thing with a different name. Uh, the companies do
0: that sometimes.
2: It's like Splurge or something. Splurge, <laughs> dude. It's it's something very close. <laughs> oh,
1: <he's> sweet. Splurge. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go with a with a root beer, but at the same time, like I have a a local place. Around the corner from me, that like its own little soda joint where they make their own stuff. And they have a really good sarsaparilla. Ooh, a nice sarsaparilla. Do nice. tastes like your you're pack drinking
2: Huh? Do you bring your Pax cup and walk up and yeah. be like, yo, do I get a discount for bringing my own cup? Hey,
1: you know wild, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> he sold me this really expensive cup. <laughs> He's got a good sarsaparilla. Oh, He did have a good sarsaparilla. <laughs> And Wild so, Bill, next time he goes to PAX, he should just make just something and call it Butterbeer and just call it a day. He'll clean up. Oh, clean up.
2: Dude, it, it would sell out by 11 o'clock every single It wouldn't single even morning. have
1: to taste like butterscotch. Just throw no. the name on something.
2: Dude, you go to like a board game convention in with something called Butterbeer? You're selling Forget out. out. Fuck, it. man. So you got Naven going from like pumping gas to he he ends up at the carnival while running away from Emmett Walsh, psychopath Emmett Walsh, to he's working as a weight guesser. He's just a carny. And it's hilarious how he kind of learns, (laughs) gains this business acumen, if you will. Like he feels like he is such a loser. He's given away five five trinkets and only gotten fifteen dollars. He's like, fuck yeah, you just you sold
1: fifteen dollars. But that's where like the Naven knowing better than everyone else comes in because he puts it together. Oh, so it's a profit game.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his attitude just changes and it's so incredible. Honestly, I'll say it right now. I think the first three quarters of this movie are vastly
0: superior to the last quarter. Agreed. Hundred percent agreed that's the problem and, with almost all comedy they yep. you don't they don't know when to end you can't it's hard no. to end because the thing is to just make it stupid and jokes and funny and then yeah that's it, typical it's a it's a common thing sadly and this, and this is nice it puts perfect a nice movie. bow on it Happy Gilmore has the added bonus of being a sports movie too so it has things to go off of this is just yeah a rags to riches story. To rags for sure it, I think
2: that if there's anything that I really could um I don't want to say drag this movie for but it was like I don't know I wish more of like the first three quarters just happened until an ending but obviously you had to get to a per- point where he's sitting in a in a dark alleyway drinking you know hooch so you knew something had to come around and obviously you know, with the eyeglass thing at the at the car station, you knew where it was going. It was just a matter of getting there.
0: I did appreciate like I, I the uh the Chekhov's nose piece, if you will. Like it, it really established yeah. his his rise and then his ultimate downfall. I really appreciated that. There's a good little bow on the storytelling aspect. And then uh him having to sit down and write one dollar checks to ten million <laughs> people and it just there's all mm. these checkbooks is that that's pretty uh Chef pretty fantastic. A little bit of visual storytelling.
1: <laughs> I think this I is really, one of the
0: best comedies ever made. I have no problem saying that. No, it's it's pretty fantastic. Um
1: In college I had a fish and I named it Shithead. Yeah. <laughs> just to show you how much I, I love this movie. And the TV Incredible. movie
0: they call him stupid. All right.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's that's somehow fits. worse.
0: I feel like. Yeah. How about uh? How about that Bernadette Peters, fellas? How about that Bernadette Peters, the, fellas? Uh, the the cherubness is really uh really works for me.
1: I like the sounds that she makes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, don't look down. There's snails on your plate, mm-hmm. and she has like that high pitch. Yeah. That she keeps. Oh, it's so good. And I love. Or with the knife throwing. When she's like oh. sort of drunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she gets so upset how she missed. <laughs> oh, man. I love how she is like the perfect
2: foil to him or companion to him. And like, it's not even her that's the bad person here. It's her parents, you know? Because she just seems to be as equally as clueless as, as he is in
1: life. True. And well, it's she has like, the cock joke. I, I, like, I completely forgot that she has the cuck joke in this movie. How Naven's like, do you have a boyfriend? She's oh. like, no. He's oh, like, oh, yeah. Well, next time you're with your boyfriend, maybe think of me. And she's like, well, maybe next time you're with your and think of me. And then she says, like, well, maybe if you're ever making love to my boyfriend, you guys can think of me. He's like, I don't care as long as I'm in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't my kid. The kid with the fucking shirt that says bullshit. On the back. I want that oh. shirt.
2: I love how she has absolutely next to no reaction outside of, like, your standard reaction of what you would have if somebody did this to you, but no no further. When he goes in and she thinks that he, she's about to kiss her, mm-hmm. and he just tongues straight up her face like a dog.
1: Total ad lib, by yeah, the just way. Just one. Uh... Total ad lib.
2: Oh, man. That's why you can just yeah. see in her, like, what the...
1: that takes uh
0: they were also they were in a relationship during the filming of this movie so sure were it helps it helps yeah you can you can get away with that stuff in those instances um (laughs) i was gonna ask dave you might be a little more familiar with this with than shawnee have you ever seen or heard of the movie heartbeats I've heard of it. I've never yeah, seen it. It's it's a wild one. It also stars Bernadette I haven't thought about Peters. that movie in a long time, in fact. Mm-hmm. Jeez. She's in it. Uh, also, the highlight of that movie carries it. Believe it or not, Andy Kaufman does not. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Uh, they put him in that movie to see if he could carry a movie in. Uh, no. <laughs> no, he couldn't. Surprise! Surprise. Steve Martin could though. This movie did pretty well, did it not? I mean, it was Carl Reiner. Comedy Goat. Does this have returns? I don't. I'm see. seeing a
2: gross of almost seventy four mil.
0: Damn dog. Yeah, that's a big boy
1: what? movie then, because this could not opening have cost that much money.
0: To me. Yeah, opening weekend of six million in nineteen seventy nine dollars. That's pretty fucking huge, dude. That's big. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. Steve Martin was only making a dollar ten working at the gas station. He's going to be president yeah. of Texaco Oil one day. Boy, <laughs> well, yeah. guy works for free five minutes, thinks he's going to be president. Uh, um, I don't know what else. Uh, any other any other favorite bits? The cat juggling. I didn't know till this viewing that that's Steve Martin doing it's the Steve cat juggling. Martin, but it's not. But it's not. No, but it is. It's not credit as him. It's like pig eye jones or yeah, something like that he's got is the, the credit he's got the fucking mustache <laughs> uh, uh, um what else is a fucking great i just for me for real i think the biggest laugh i had this time is when the second time after he puts the rope on the uh the cholo gangster's car and he just cockily walks over to call the police that is ah oh, i laughed so fucking but hard the way he it. talks to the police he's like i'm back yeah you don't have to hurry. They're going to be here for quite
1: a long time. <laughs> oh, well, they're actually leaving right now, so uh, you're going to have to go here, <laughs> and it's a two-door blue Chevy pulling a small church.
2: <laughs> Pretty much that entire scene, I I wholeheartedly loved, all the way from, like, it's Sunday. This is right after What's-His-Face. The owner of the place is like, listen, this woman, only with me because I'm wealthy. Don't fuck with my <laughs> sex life, Right. And then immediately these guys show up, and he's like, it's Sunday. No cash. See all this cash? You can't pay with this, and I can't give it <laughs> to you. Boy, Boy. People would kill me for this money, right? And as viewers, were like, you fucking moron. And then they, they just pull out like 12 handbags that they've clearly stolen Beautiful. looking
1: for a credit card. Beautiful. <laughs> And the most oh, so. Spanish guy there is just like, i her new spot Oh, no, that's me.
2: Oh, man. Uh, that's a weird cigarette. What, what kind is that? Joint. That smells weird.
1: Must <laughs> not have been made very well.
2: <laughs> yes, that's the line. Not made very well. Uh, the contrast between Patty and Marie, like Bernadette and Catelyn Adams, it, like they couldn't be no. farther apart. And it is the most amazing interactions between them, all the way to where Marie just lights Patty up in uh, Oh, yeah, knocks her Naven's. the fuck out. Oh, I love when so Patty good. pulls
1: the switchblade on Naven, like throws him to the ground. She's like, now you remember, you belong to me. Also, I didn't do this in anger. <laughs> I didn't
2: do this in anger, and I didn't touch your balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so man. good.
2: So good. There's so much to love about this movie. Uh, So much to love about this movie, and I was here for the entire journey. I'm glad that this came up again to force me to watch the whole thing.
0: Um, I'm glad, yeah, you made it past 20 minutes this time, because it does, it takes a minute to get its legs under it, and to really figure out where it's going, but I don't know, man. By the time that he takes the first hitchhiking journey to the end of the fence, it's, it's, I, I love that, and I love when they're concerned about him, and the sister just, like, leaves hey, out the window. Hey, David, how you doing? After the father's like, clear his place at the table. It's too sad.
1: <laughs> <That's> too sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the father's also a stockbroker genius. That was a great. And for some reason. That was a nice twist at the end. Bernadette Peters is with him. Again, yeah, it, they're married! It just, it has to wrap up somehow, and that's what comes Well, is when
2: he, when he left and became the jerk, she went to find his family and bring them back to talk some sense into him. Oh, yeah. You know? I could see that. You know, they were married, there was, you know, there we didn't get a little, a lot of exposition into how long, t- how much time had gone by. Didn't need it.
1: Didn't yeah. need it. It or was like, probably like
2: a day or two, realistically. <laughs> didn't need yeah, really. it. Right. They ended up getting, like, five royalty checks in the span of a day and a half. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) with the pacing of this movie, that makes complete sense. Uh, I do love... You guys touch upon it, but I do love Emmett Walsh's, like, return later in the movie. Uh, And he thinks that he's back to kill him. And so he's, like, throwing... He's throwing popcorn in his (laughs) face and on the ground to try to slow him down. And then he climbs a barbed wire fence... And goes and over it, and Emmett just it. walks up and just slides the door open. I, it was the most funny, like horror movie dumbass final girl trying to get away from the killer moment ever. Because the killer's just somehow always smarter or faster. Ugh. My favorite. I'm trying to remember and what, to what Emmett Walsh says eye.
1: with that. Because he, when Emmett Walsh is like, "Oh, that was the old me. I was going through some stuff then. I, had I a, quit it was,
2: smoking.
1: <laughs> I was like, quit smoking." Me.
0: I love tough marriage. Oh. It's like, that's what drew him to that point after <laughs> just starts murdering people. After Navin jumped over the fence, it shows this great, like top down view of him, like dodging through all of this, like furniture and stuff. But then when it shows <laughs> yeah. the, the private detective guy, he just walks around it right up to Nathan as another little yeah. s- funny, subtle joke that I really appreciated that he did all this ridiculous shit trying to like lose him. And it, he just walks around. I love that Emmett has his badge inside of his hat.
2: His hat, <laughs> and takes it off like this, and you just see how sweaty mm-hmm. and gross and out of breath he is when he did next to nothing to catch up to him. He ran takes it off once. Once I did like What's that was
0: a, a beautiful little touch though. Like I love that little character touch of him just keeping the. He's like, yeah, see, I'm a private detective now. Yeah, and it, whereas he looks
2: like he's graduated from being. The dude that opens a phone book to kill a random person to now he's like a mobster. He's and also like found him in LA.
0: That guy has looked like shit in every movie I've ever seen him in in <laughs> Walsh. He hey, if you can look, look like shit same. and get a career out of yeah. it, lean in. I mean it works. Dude. I will say
2: we love how much you like IMDb trivia, but this is my favorite piece of trivia that I've seen in a while because uh, I looked more into him because I'm like, man, I know him from like so much. What is? If I name? knew you were going to be on IMDb trivia, I would have thrown some bullshit at you. Nice. Well, the first thing that pops up when you click on him is critic Roger Ebert so admired him that he created the Stanton Walsh rule, which states That no movie featuring either Harry Dean Stanton or M. Emmett Walsh in a supporting role can be altogether bad. It's true. He later admitted this rule was broken by Wild Wild West, in which Walsh appeared. (laughs) Wild Wild West does suck.
0: (laughs) It does suck pretty bad, too. Uh, I always remember this guy from the shitty uh, Tim Allen Christmas movie, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, that's where I kept trying to figure out where I knew him from. He's, he's the
2: cranky neighbor across the street. Uh-huh.
0: That dot. Di- uh, I think the wife is like dying from cancer, and they give him yep. their cruise at the end of the Bev. movie. I, yeah. I, I I
2: love that movie. I really
0: do too, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's like one of my favorite
2: Christmas I, movies. did you guys and cover I, it on Nerdy have,
0: Thursday once?
2: I think you did. Probably like six times. I don't know. <laughs> we, had, we had no rules about that shit, man. We didn't write it down. Probably like six we times. We did Rocket League. We did it Rocket League twice, completely forgetting that we had already done it once.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, like I said, I don't know if Jesus. I have any other bits. I think we covered all my favorites, especially even including the one that's only on TV that I'm going to send you guys later. Hell yeah. I can't wait wait to watch that. It's only two minutes long, I think.
2: This is one of those movies that I should save this for my ranking, but I don't care. This is one of those movies (laughs) that I wish I want to own. I want to just have the ability to just watch it anytime I want instead of having to go to Amazon and rent it for four
1: bucks. I should have bought my DVD of it, I got it somewhere.
2: Nice. That's what you
0: really want. I, I have the I'll 26th call my mom see if she's got the burner. Because I didn't do a 25 <laughs> If your mom's got 26. the burner still, she can make a copy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Mom, here's a DVD that's actually good. Make a copy. Burn this. <laughs> I, I don't need Santa versus the Martians 17.
1: <laughs> I promise. No, no, Dave, I don't. I see you like... I'm like you, curious about it. You put enough good words together. You kinda got me on the hook. Um Okay. Well,
0: yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not. Sean, you've got your ranking system. I'm trying to think of mine.
2: Oh. No, I gotta figure out a different one. I've got mine. It's
0: already been said. I've got mine. I oh, got wow. mine. Okay. But. Wait, uh I did have something else I wanted to do for this. Did I pull it up over here? Not, I thought I had this shit saved. I did. You have a different thing? You have something. Yeah. Also, this. What? Uh I slit the sheet, the sheet I slit, and on the slitted sheet I sit. (laughs) I wanted to do that. There. I've never been relaxed enough around anyone to say that. I love the way he opens up
1: that conversation. like, you're laying there so calm and barely breathing like you're dead. (laughs) It's so beautiful. (laughs) It's so perfect. Uh
2: Um, I did not know if it was going to lead to her actually having died in that scene uh, because that would have been a curveball. Oh, ball. that would
1: have been so good,
2: dude! If he went through all of that and it cuts to the next scene of like an ambulance taking her taking her away in a body bag, I would have cracked. I would still be laughing right now.
1: Did you guys ever see the documentary or the HBO show The Staircase? Mm-mm. No. Well, it's about a, a guy who may or may not have killed his wife. And you just had me thinking about that, about like what if Steve Martin found like Bernadette Peters dead in the bed next to him, the jerk, and then it became a whole like crime thriller after that? The man oh. with no brain. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Also, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, I think the next one Dave should come back for is gonna be Three Amigos. Just throwing that out there. Huge fan. All right. Yeah, I figured. So just prepare for that at some point. That'll be the next one you're back for, buddy.
1: Fantastic.
2: Uh, I haven't seen that movie since, like, 1993. (laughs) When it came out? (laughs) Is that when it came out? I think so. I think I saw it, like, right after it came out on, like, VHS. What year is it? 1986. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I was not born yet. So that is not the case. I was two.
0: Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Call you boys want to get into a ranking system here? Yeah. I've got mine. Um, How are we going to do it? Me to Dave, Dave you, to Sean. Dave, Deshaun.
2: Dave, me, me, you. Okay. Yeah, that works for me. Somehow we are on the same page there. That gives me enough time to think it. <laughs> That's how more. we are, baby.
0: <laughs> All right, Dave. If you yeah, but- were leaving your house... For the last time. And you were going to give this movie a score. Based on the items. That you took from your house. Because all you needed. Was this ashtray. That's all you need. Not only this ashtray. Just this ashtray. And this paddle game. (laughs) (laughs) The paddle game gets me every time. (laughs) The paddle game. and The the one that always gets me is the remote control. But Dave. uh, Based on a score of ashtray paddle game remote control matches and lamp lamp uh what would you a give chair? this movie also chairs bonus if you want to give it extra I, i'm giving a chair okay so it's it's everything, i'm absolutely yeah. giving a it chair yeah. it's everything
1: mm-hmm. my pants are around my ankles <laughs> i'm waddling out of my home with everything
0: ah I forgot. Another great scene is when he's reading the goddamn letter that's been run over with water and he starts mushing mouth and He's like, <laughs> like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yes, it's running. Great. Mm. Another just perfect Fantastic. look just great comedy. So thing. good. I like
2: I like how he walks outside carrying shit hat over his dong and then picks the up some dog. <laughs> lady's dog <laughs> <laughs> and covers his ass. Oh, so good.
0: Another scene that has stuck with me forever. But uh
1: but yeah. Uh, all right. Or, or for- anytime Bernadette Peters is playing the trumpet randomly. Mm, man, she can really fucking mm. play it. I just love how that's out of nowhere and they just lean into it. And then she just has a trumpet every night.
0: That now was and also Steve Martin's favorite Everywhere. scene to to film with her. And he was so excited for people to see it. And when he went to the premiere, uh, when that scene came on, everybody left to go get <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> he was very, very heartbroken. <laughs> yep. So, hmm. Yeah. But
1: there we go. All right, uh, Dave. Hey, Sean. Hey, Dave. So there's a great scene in this where Naven R. Johnson runs into the carnival. He kind of drives his car that. with no wheels into the yeah. carnival, and then yeah. M. Emmett Walsh stops at the gate, and <laughs> he very earnest starts yelling out, "Hey, he's that carnival personnel?" <laughs> How many carnival personnel, zero to one hundred, would you uh, give? <laughs> I don't really know how to word that, but
2: how many how many carnival personnel would uh, would that catch the attention
1: of zero to one hundred? Just how many carnival personnel, just in general? Okay, okay, you know what? I like that. I, I like just shooting real right here. carnival personnel, not people sneaking past the gate. Because okay. We live in a society um, where there's a silence of no carnival personnel. I I'm going to be honest, I
2: I would watch the first 3 quarters of this movie on repeat. Like if I if I put this movie on again, I'd probably just stop at like the 3 quarter mark and then just like watch it again like n- not like on repeat, but I would watch the first 3 quarters of this movie anytime. I think I could do without watching the last part of the movie. A lot, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that the first part of the movie isn't outstanding. I'd give this a, a solid out of a hundred. I'd give this movie eighty nine carnival personnel and a naven. That's the perfect That's number. Perfect number. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and a naven and a naven. All right. Yeah, <laughs> not even supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, you know, that's almost a half-ski. Kyle. There's a great scene in this movie that we didn't bring up. There's a lot of great scenes in this movie. There's too many to bring up all of them. But there's this great scene where uh, he's moving on. And he's about to leave and uh, go to L.A. (laughs) And so he's talking to Shithead. And he's doing this whole heartbreak thing of where he's trying to tell the dog that he can't bring him with him. Mm -hmm. And so the dog's like, fuck it, I don't care. And he starts walking away. So he calls the dog back. Yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't finished his whole speech, right? And so the dog keeps walking away whenever he's like, just go away. And he's like, no, 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 come back. I'm not done. And so at the last one, he goes to go away and he's like, no, it's fine. Both of us can eat. And he was torn up that even the dog is okay with leaving. And so he drags the dog along with him. Okay. That's the whole scene. I don't know why I just broke the entire thing down. But here's the thing. If you were to rate this movie based on the amount of times that you would walk, you would let that dog walk away from you before you got to your point. Mm -hmm. On a scale of like, you know, this dog, you are droning on and on and on. And, you know, this dog has like 20 opportunities to just walk away. How many times are you letting that dog walk away out of that 20 before you just get to your point? Based on how much you like this movie.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, pretty easily, pretty quickly, I can jump right up and say, like, 18. Mm. Pretty highly. Um, Like Dave said, it's, it's a perfect comedy movie. It's such... It's one of those that, like... It's still crazy how good it is being from 1979 in this era. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm familiar... I don't know how well it would go, like... People don't know what a fucking phone book is now, like my niece and nephew won't. (laughs) Some things like that are a little weird, but I think they still work enough that it's funny. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I appreciated it as much as I always did. It's, it's comedy classic. I was not, it was weird to me to realize again, this was a Carl Reiner movie. I guess I forget that watching it on TV so many times, but yeah, holy shit. Carl Reiner, comedy great creator of my favorite comedy writer mel brooks um he birthed them he did birth them from his birthing hips that's That's right Mm. he's got good birthing hips he he split off from a boil on his back
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that's something that i'm never gonna like
0: (laughs) mentally see (laughs) it's just like gremlins that's how Mel Brooks. Oh, that's no, how Mel Brooks <laughs> came Mel Brooks. into the world.
2: <laughs> a little known fact. If mm-hmm. you spill a little bit of water onto Mel Brooks, he turns into a Carl call, call Ryan. That's how we got Ben Stiller now.
1: He, we <laughs> got Jerry Stiller. The boil, from, starts, yeah. the boil starts growing on the back of Carl <laughs>
0: a, a He takes just his finger, pokes it, and he goes, Oi! Oi! <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Fucking the jerk. Classic Steve Martin comedy. Uh, better than I thought it was. Better than I remember. Better than Ezra. All of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a really great movie,
2: and uh, I'm super hyped that we did it. And Dave, I'm super amped that you came back onto the show. Um, thank you for being here. Uh. Now, we, we do a very awful job of introducing people at the beginning of the show because they're going to stick around to now, to where I'm just going to toss it to you. Not to plug your shit.
1: Around. I'm out of here. All <laughs> I'm taking All right. with me is well, my phone. I'm taking <laughs> yeah. my phone and my thermos. I have my thermos here and my eyeglasses cleaner. It's I got my eyeglasses and, and I have my Darth Vader mask. And I'm from my Halloween in third grade.
2: Yo, this bitch doesn't even have Shinola. <laughs> the shit
0: and, and Shinola,
1: bit, And then he just walks through the <laughs> shit. God damn
2: it. Walks through the shit. And now you're
1: ready to go out in the world. Yeah.
2: What was I saying? So, so if people didn't know by your voice, who are you?
1: Where are you from? And plug your shit. I'm Brian Betts. Co-host of Beer Me A Movie, it's a podcast where me and Dave Michaels go back and forth uh surprise each other week after week with movies.
0: This isn't confusing at all.
1: Not even a little we should, bit.
0: We should have Dave on sometime. We should. Uh, I'm so looking forward to the Freddy Got Fingered episode. That's going to be great, great, great stuff. <laughs> it's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, that's going to be hot. Hi- we have
1: our newest, uh, our newest Goop Troop.
0: <laughs> Highlight, uh, highlight episode of my year already, and it's only February. Went on Goop, and they got a, they got some, a lot of fun new stuff uh, to talk it's about. Gonna be, it's going to be good shit. So, uh, yeah, go check out Beer Me a Movie. Um, I don't know where we're going next, Shawnee. At some point, we got to get a Fincher movie in here. I remembered it's February, but...
2: God damn it. I don't think we're ready you know, for that yet. We will chat about that after. Yeah.
0: All right, we'll, we'll figure it out after, and then we'll let people know where we're going.
2: Yeah, it's weird. We've had like the last month planned out, which is very unusual for mm-hmm. us, but we can uh, off off air talk about the next couple of weeks uh, because that has been very helpful to uh, have an idea of what for people to look forward to stuff. You, you know, word vomit, talking, I don't do good. I don't talk good. <laughs> Dave talked good. Uh, that's uh, my Dave here. Sean
1: talk me. Bad. Mid.
2: <laughs> Sean mid uh guys thank you so much for listening you can uh if this is a first time listen for you guys thanks for listening all the way through you can always find us on experiencegrind.com. find us on facebook uh just type in experience grind it's the one with the gear you'll get updates as to when a new uh a new episode drops uh every friday you got kyle uh, you got kyle over on twitter uh exp grind podcast me sean nt S-H-A-U-N-N-T. uh I feel like we're more on there than other social media. Yeah. So pop on, uh give us a follow, give us a follow on Facebook and uh Dave, what do you think these folks can go do? And you can't say cuck yourself cuz we already did that like 6 times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I want them to put on a pair of glasses with the opto graphics.
0: Fuck them. <laughs>